to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sowing and pray that their beneficence, their power and their influence ever more widely prevail. Welcome to another edition of Soka Gakkai Becoming Nichiren Shoshu member. Yes, this is a podcast dedicated to helping people understand the Buddhism of the true cause, especially those who have been deluded by, well, Soka Gakkai's teachings where they kind of splice and dice and rice and mix with mice. But uh, not here, folks. We read the teachings as translated for 700 and I think 90 years, 50 years, or some odd awesome long amount of time, starting with 700. My name's Alexander. AJ to my friends, and I'm going to read out of the Major Writings of Nichiren Daishonin, Volume 1, and this is a 1979 translation, uh, so it's before the split of Nichiren Shoshu and Soka Gakkai, so you get a little bit of different feeling, a little bit different translation, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy it, okay. We're going to be reading from the Heritage of the Ultimate Law of Life. I believe this is also called Shoji Ichi Daiji Kechim Yakusho. Okay. Quote. I have just carefully read your letter. To reply, the ultimate law of life and death are transmitted from the Buddha to all living beings is Myoho Renge Kyo. The five characters of Myoho Renge Kyo were transferred from the two Buddhas inside the treasure tower, Shakyamuni and Taho, to Bodhisattva Jogyo carrying on a heritage unbroken since the infinite past. Myo represents death, and Ho represents life. Life and death are the two phases passed through by the entities of the ten worlds, the entities of all sentient beings, which embody the law of cause and effect, Renge. Tiantai said, You must realize that the interrelated actions and reactions of sentient beings and their environments all manifest the law of the simultaneity of cause and effect. Sentient beings and their environments here means the reality of life and death. The law of simultaneity of cause and effect is clearly at work in everything that lives and dies. The great teacher Dingyo said, quote, birth and death are the mysterious workings of the life essence. The ultimate reality of life lies in existence and non-existence, end quote. No phenomena heaven or earth, yin or yang, the sun or the moon, the five planets, or any life condition from hell to Buddhahood are free from birth and death. Thus the life and death of all phenomena are simply the two phases of myoho renge In his Makashikan, Tentai says, the emergence of all things is the manifestation of their intrinsic nature, and their extinction, the withdrawal of that nature into the state of latency, end quote. Shakyamuni and Taha Buddhas, too, are the two phases of life and death. Shakyamuni, who attained enlightenment countless aeons ago, the Lotus Sutra, which leads all people to Buddhahood. And we ordinary human beings are in no way different or separate from each other. Therefore, to chant Myoho Renge Kyo with, the realization, with this realization is to inherit the ultimate law of life and death. 
to carry on this heritage is the most important task for Nichiren's disciples. And that is precisely what it means to embrace the Lotus Sutra. For one who summons up his faith and chants Namu Harenge Kyo with a profound insight that now is the last moment of his life, the Sutra proclaims after his death, a thousand Buddhas will extend their hands to free him from all fear and keep him from falling into the evil paths. End quote. How can we possibly hold back our tears at the inexpressible joy of knowing that not just one or two, nor only one or two hundred, but as many as a thousand Buddhas will come to greet us with open arms? One who does not have faith in the Lotus Sutra will instead find his hands firmly gripped by the guards of hell, just as the Sutra warns, quote, after he dies, he will fall into the hell of incessant suffering, end quote. How pitiful. The ten kings of hell will then pass judgment on him, and the heavenly messengers who have been with him since birth will berate him for his evil deeds. Just imagine that those thousand Buddhas extending their hands to all Nichiren's disciples who chant Nam Myohorengye Kyo are like so many melons or moonflowers extending their slender vines. My disciples have been able to receive and embrace the Lotus Sutra by virtue of the strong ties they formed with this teaching in their past existences. They are certain to attain Buddhahood in the future. The heritage of the law, the heritage of the Lotus Sutra, flows within the lives of those who never forsake it in any lifetime whatsoever, whether in the past, the present, or the future. But those who disbelieve and slander the Lotus Sutra will, quote, destroy the seeds for becoming a Buddha in this world, end quote. Because they cut themselves off from the potential to attain enlightenment, they do not share the ultimate heritage of faith. All disciples and believers of Nichiren should chant nam myoho kyo with one mind, Itai Doshi, transcending all differences among themselves, to become as inseparable as fish and the water in which they swim. This spiritual bond is the basis for the universal transmission of the ultimate law of life and death. Herein lies the true goal of Nichiren's propagation. When you are so united, even the great hope for Kosen Rufu can be fulfilled without fail. But if any of Nichiren's disciples should disrupt the unity of Itaidoshin, he will destroy his own castle from within. Nichiren has been trying to awaken all the people of Japan to faith in the Lotus Sutra, so that they too can share the heritage and attain Buddhahood. But instead they attacked me time and again, and finally had me banished to this island. You have followed Nichiren however, and met with sufferings as a result. It pains me to deeply it pains me deeply to think of your anguish. Gold can neither be burned by fire, nor corroded or swept away by water, but iron is vulnerable to both. A wise person is like gold, and a fool like iron. You are like pure gold, because you embrace the gold of the Lotus Sutra. The Lotus Sutra reads in part quote, Sumeru is the loftiest is the loftiest of all mountains. The Lotus Sutra is likewise the loftiest of all sutras, end quote. It also states, quote, The good fortune of the believer cannot be burned by fire or washed away by water, end quote. It must be ties of karma from the distant past that have destined you to become my disciple at a time like this. Shakyamuni and Taho Buddhas certainly realize this truth. The sutra statement, quote, In lifetime after lifetime they were always born together with their masters in the Buddha lands throughout the universe, end quote, cannot be false in any way. How admirable that you have asked about the transmission of the ultimate law of life and death. No one has ever asked me such a question before. I have answered in complete detail in this letter, so I want you to take it deeply to heart. The important point is to carry out your practice, confident that Nam Myoho Kyo is the very lifeblood 
which was transferred from Shakyamuni and Taho to Bodhisattva Jogyo. The function of fire is to burn is to burn and give light. The function of water is to wash away filth. The winds blow away dust and breathe life into plants, animals, and human beings. The earth nourishes the grasses and trees, and heaven provides nourishing moisture. Myoho Renge Kyo, too, works in all these ways. It is the cluster of blessings brought by the Bodhisattvas of the earth. The Lotus Sutra says that Bodhisattva Jogyo should now appear to propagate this teaching in the latter day of the law. But has this actually happened? Whether or not Bodhisattva Jogyo has already appeared in this world, Nichiren has at least made a start in propagating this teaching. Be resolved to summon forth the great power of your faith and chant Namu Kyo with the prayer that your faith will be steadfast and correct at the moment of your death. Never seek any other way to inherit the ultimate law and manifest it in your life. Only then will you realize that earthly desires are enlightenment and the sufferings of life and death are nirvana. Without the lifeblood of faith, it would be useless to embrace the Lotus Sutra. I am always ready to clear up any further questions you may have. With my deep respect, Nichiren, the Shramana of Japan. The eleventh day of the second month, the ninth year of Bunai, 1272. Background. Records are sketchy. Excuse me, folks, I'm going to drink some coffee. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> Records are sketchy, but it is believed that Serimbo Nichijo was a noted priest of the Tendai sect who, for some unknown reason, had been living in exile in Sado for a number of years. He met the Daishonin there and became his follower. Heritage of the Ultimate Law of Life, dated February 11, 1272, was addressed to a question posed by Serimbo. The Daishonin also sent him several of his most profound writings, including The True Entity of Life, on prayer, and enlightenment of plants. By the 13th century, the once prestigious Tendai sect had deteriorated as it became infused with the esoteric teachings of the Shingon sect. The famed Mahayana sanctuary on Mount Hai for two centuries had been the hub of the Japanese religious world, but the Buddhism practiced there was no longer relevant to the needs of the times or even orthodox. The Tendai sect lapsed into formalism and the monot repetition of long-established ritual. Serenbo was an astute scholar. He must have been appalled at the lack of orthodoxy and discipline in his own sect, and he quickly sensed the wisdom and truth expounded by Nichiren Daishonin. He sought the answer to the ultimate question, that of life and death, and the Daishonin praised him with how admirable that you have asked about the transmission of the ultimate law of life and death. He provided a, a look into the, mis the mystery of the Buddha's own enlightenment, as well as a practical guide whereby ordinary persons could attain the same end. In the first paragraph, the Daishonin states that Nam Renge Kyo, which is itself his inner enlightenment, is the heritage of the ultimate law of life. The transmission of this law was made from the Daishonin to his immediate successor, Niko Shonin, and then to each successive high priest of Nichiren Shoshu. In the general sense, however, this law also flows in the depths of the lives of those who chant Nam Renge Kyo. In this Kosho, the Daishonin declares that there is no distinction whatsoever between himself, the Gohonzon, that is, the embodiment of his enlightenment of his enlightened life, and us, the common mortals who chant. In terms of time, the lifeblood, the mystic relationship between the law and the lives of the people, 
courses eternally throughout the past, present, and future, unbroken in any lifetime. In terms of space, the heritage of the ultimate law flows within the lives of the Daishonin's disciples who chant Nami Horenge Kyo, unified in their purpose of establishing world peace. Having stated that the laws within Nichiren Daishonin explains how to inherit the ultimate law, how to manifest innate Buddhahood, he encourages the attitude that now is the last moment. In order to achieve the most meaningful life possible and a strong self-identity which transcends both life and death, in discussing the thousand Buddhas and the ten kings of hell, he reveals the continuity of cause and effect spanning past, present, and future. Whatever life condition predominates in this life will be carried over into the next. The heritage of the ultimate law flows from the infinite past to the eternal future. It pulses vigorously in the fusion between the law, the Gohonson, and the people's lives, as well as in the mutual recognition and encouragement of those who uphold the law. Whether someone can inherit the lifeblood of the Daishonin's Buddhism or not depends entirely on his faith. This is why he strictly warns in his conclusion, without the lifeblood of faith, it would be useless to embrace the Lotus Sutra. Thank you for listening. A lot of SGI members that I know, excuse me, <clears throat> a lot of SGI members that I know say, well, that's all you need. That's all you need is just faith. Faith in what? <laughs> faith in what? Just faith that you're the Buddha? That you're... No. It's faith in the Daigo Honzon, right? <laughs> right. And, and to inherit, to inherit that, that lifeblood, that, that ultimate law, you, there, there's, there has to be an unbroken lineage, right? You can't just break away and then say, I'm inheriting it. You know, like, you, if, you, if you have an inheritance from your family and then you get disowned or, uh, or you just run away, Say, you know, I'm going to start my own family and I don't want anything to do with you. I, I doubt that you're going to inherit the family's riches, you know, or their business. You know, they want to make sure it's inherited by someone who's actually doing it correctly so that it continues. Right? And so, what you believe in and how you believe in it is so important. Thank you for joining I hope that this clears up some misunderstandings, or I hope it just sounded nice. Nam yo renge kyo, nam yo renge kyo, nam yo renge kyo. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nichiren Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. Uh, New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hon. Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington, D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. 
Vancouver area Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, Seek the law.